In the holy name of Jesus, amen. Several years ago, on the radio program called Radio Lab, there was an episode on memory and forgetting. One of the segments featured a man by the name of Clive Waring, who was a composer and a musician who also happened to suffer from one of the most severe forms of amnesia ever documented. It was to the point where he could not even remember meeting another human being. When he was asked about things he could not remember, he became agitated and despondent. But there were, in fact, two things that he did remember. He remembered his wife, and he remembered music. The two things he loved and brought joy were still there. Now, in the midst of tonight's gospel reading, Jesus says, do this in remembrance of me, which to us may seem like Jesus is bidding us to spend time thinking about something that happened in the past so we don't forget it. For most of us, remembering solely has to do with our minds. However, remembering according to Holy Scripture is richer than simply recalling past events. In the Old Testament, remembrance is always associated with God's saving actions, whether it was the promise to Abraham or to Israel. When God remembered, he did something. In the same way, when the people remembered, when they remembered God, it meant that their entire lives were directed by him. When God remembers, he always put himself in the midst of the people in order to save them. And then God's people remembered that they are his people, And he is their God. Thus, remembering in the Bible means God fulfilling his promises by doing something and the people receiving God's grace and living by it. Either way, remembrance is based upon and rooted in God's work of salvation that has more to do than simply God's mind or our mind, but in fact deals with with God's body and ours. Now, a very interesting thing happened to Clive Waring one day while his wife was trying to calm him down while he was in the hospital. She searched for the one quiet place in the hospital, which happened to be the chapel. As they sat quietly, Clive's wife picked up a hymnal and began to sing. In that moment, things changed for Clive, who began to sing like the musician he was. Later, his wife brought his choir to come to the hospital and invited Clive to sit down at the piano in order to conduct. And when he sat down, it was as as if nothing was ever forgotten. Clive remembered everything, from the notes to the progression of the music. For some reason, 
when Clive was conducting, playing, or singing music, when he was inside and carried along by the music, he was fully himself. But sadly, once the music stopped, he forgot everything. In the Lord's Supper, when Jesus bids us to do this in remembrance of me, he isn't putting it on us, but rather is bidding us to receive what he is giving. It's not primarily about our remembrance, but it is about Jesus' remembrance. When Jesus remembers us, he puts himself in our midst through his body and his blood. Jesus' bodily presence in the Lord's Supper is, in fact, God remembering his promises to save us. In the body and blood of Jesus, Jesus takes us and puts our life inside of his. And once we're inside and carried along by the life of Christ, we remember who we were created to be. This remembering that has Jesus' bodily presence as its basis now, in fact, changes our bodily life so that we live as God would have us live, in communion with him and with one another, a life defined by love, mercy, and compassion, a life defined by the death and resurrection of Jesus. Sadly, when we are outside of Christ, we cannot remember who we are. But just because we forget doesn't mean that Jesus is absent from us. The very thing that brings love and joy to each person is still there. God is here. He is still present among us. This is why we pray for Jesus' remembrance. In a few short moments, we'll pray, gathered in the name and the remembrance of Jesus. Jesus is the only one whose remembrance does anything. Without Jesus remembering us and joining his body and blood to us, we go on with life, never remembering who we are or what life is supposed to be. But with Jesus' remembrance in his body and his blood, our life will be carried along by Jesus' love and action. And over the next three days, as we move slowly from the upper room to the Garden of Gethsemane, to the Praetorium, to Golgotha, and finally to the tomb, we'll continue to pray that God remembers his promises to save us. And as Sunday comes along, we'll celebrate how his remembrance has saved us in the resurrection of Jesus. Until then, we'll confess that in the Lord's Supper we remember God's action in the past with Christ's body and blood now present in the forgiveness of sins, giving us a future and a future seat in the heavenly banquet. In the holy name of Jesus, amen. amen.